0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Poets World Podcast. This is your host, Matt Foster, for all those who didn't know. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, but tonight we're talking about how to overcome a hard life reset. So without further ado, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Poets World Podcast. This is your host Matt Foster for all those who didn't know. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm talking about what to do after facing a life reset. You see, there are many people who go through many types of resets. Whether it's you know getting into rehab after being on you know substance, you know whether it's alcohol, drugs. Uh, any type of addiction and they have to go into rehab for about a few months or you're going through a divorce or you went through a divorce just recently or you're going through the loss of a job loss of a loved one you know you going through an eviction or you're going through a foreclosure or you have gone through it recently what do you do next What do you now do with the time that you have on your hands? Some people find it hard to rebuild and, and, you know, to start over again. Some people find it so difficult to have to start over again, meet someone new, get to know their family and friends if they're dating someone or courting someone. You know, I get to know their family and friends, their co-workers, their colleagues, their classmates if they're in college. You know, whatever the case may be. You may have been with the person, uh, your recent ex, for about 5-10 years, maybe 20 years, maybe 2 years, maybe a year, maybe 7 months. But now you have to start over. You might have to move to a new state after going through an eviction. You might have lived in that state before you went through that eviction. You might have went through that state, you know, lived in that state for about 20, 30 years, maybe 10 years, maybe seven years. And you saw yourself living nowhere else. What do you do? You press on, you pack up and you go to that new state. Because you know where you've been already, but only God knows where you're going. And what it'll be like for you, the experiences, the friends you'll make, you know, the people you'll meet in a community you're moving to. You might move to a community that's kind of rough. You know, you might move to a peaceful suburban neighborhood. Who knows? But only God knows where you're going. i will listen to a motivational speech by uh, Les Brown. He's, he quoted the legendary Zig Ziglar when he says some people prefer known hells over strange heavens. It's quite a lot to think about, isn't it? You could be completely unhappy, miserable, tortured, just downright depressed in the environment that you're in. But you prefer to stay there because you're too afraid to take a chance on the unknown. Taking a chance on the unknown, that's called a a hard life reset. You have to start all over again. You have to build all over again. And what do you do? You carry on. As long as you have life in your lungs, life in your body, your heart is still pumping blood. Your mind is still circulating electricity. As long as you're able to get up and freely move, you move forward. You might have gone through a divorce recently and you are so close to achieving your dream. That you needed your husband or wife by your side. And they just up and left you for whatever reason. And now you have to start that company. Or start that business. Or start that business venture. Or that career path by yourself. So what do you do? You carry on. You see. what A, a hard life reset. Challenges us. That's what it does. A hard life reset challenges us. We'll go through resets in life. It's normal. Absolutely normal. It happens all the time. I've gone through a few life resets and I went through a couple hard life resets. You know, moving from Philadelphia to Idaho was a hard life reset. Walking away from a job I worked at for seven and a half months, close to eight months. And starting at the job I'm at now was a life reset. Because the coworkers didn't like me. They were framing me for things I didn't do. In fact, they were framing me when I worked at that Walmart, they were framing me for things that they themselves were doing that I was not doing. So it called for a life reset. It called for a career reset. I am now the absolute happiest I have ever been. And I work in a restoration business. But I'm the absolute happiest I have ever been, ladies and gentlemen. Working in a restoration company versus working for Walmart. In fact, I want to talk on a subject in the next episode. And I promise you this will be the next episode. How to engage your former co-workers. How to engage your former co-workers once you either got fired, you quit, or you simply chose to walk away from that job. Which is, you know, quitting. (laughs) Or what today's society would call, you know, quiet quitting. But anyway, that's going to be the next episode. But in this one, we're talking about a life reset. You just beat cancer by the grace of God, but you lost your home. You went through foreclosure. What do you do? The bank didn't want to hear that you had to be in the hospital for uh, x amount of time for an allotted amount of time while you recovered from you know. And you know you now beat cancer, but now you lost your home. They 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 didn't want to hear that your payments stopped because you had to focus on your medical bills. They don't want to hear that. They just want their money. So therefore, since they weren't getting their money, they they took, you know, the property back or they you know, or the property management company evicted you. What do you do? You carry on. It's hard. Yes, it is hard. Ladies and gentlemen, going through a life reset. It forces you to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Versatile. Using skills you never thought you'd had. Whether it's people skills. Whether it's computer skills. You know what I mean? Whether it's mental skills. Social media skills. Like reaching out. Networking and all that. You know, it forces you to be versatile. And I think with today's society... A lot of people are versatile and can be versatile, but they choose to not be until they go through a hard life reset. Then they'll get on social media. Then they'll cry and complain that nobody is there for them. That this is so hard. Well, guess what? Jesus had it hard. He was crucified for being an innocent man and our Lord and our Savior for being who he is. He was crucified. So before you sit back and complain about your issues, I've known people who were evicted four to five times in their lives, divorced three, four times in their lives. I can factually tell you about three people, three, three people that I've known that has been divorced three or four times in their life. And they're now happily married now, been with their spouses for about 20 years. One of them been with their spouses for 20 years, I should say. Another has been with their spouse for about seven years. But at the end of the day, did they give up on love? Did they stop trying to find love? No, they didn't. They just focused on themselves, bettered themselves, and, you know, pursued their dreams. And when love presented presented itself to them, they went for it. You got to be versatile, ladies and gentlemen. You got to... Take a chance on the unknown when you're going through a life reset. Seeking another apartment after getting evicted from one, it's tough because they'll they'll do a background check. Property management companies, landlords, um, they'll all do a background check. If you had any cars foreclosed, you know, I mean, not foreclosed. Yeah, any cars seized for bank because of bankruptcy or because of you know a repo because you stopped making a car payment, it's hard to buy another car or lease another car. Well, not buy another car. Your only option would be to buy another car if you had a car repoed. But if you don't have that type of money, if you don't have that type of finances, if you don't have any of that stuff, if you don't have good enough credit, your only option will be to buy another car. And if you don't have the money, then it's going to be hard to lease another one. It's going to be so difficult to lease another vehicle. You know what I mean? So all in all, ladies and gentlemen, a hard life reset. It challenges you. You can either stay down, cry about it, and continue to complain about it and sit and mope in your problems. Or you can rise be versatile and overcome the challenge through faith, perseverance, and determination. I was speaking to my lady earlier. And we had a good conversation because she's seeking to get, you know, another apartment. She just moved back, you know, back to Idaho um, from living in Ohio for so long. And she said it's so hard, you know, to find An apartment in today's market, and I said, when I want something, I go for it. I'll put in an application for a property. I'll call them consistently throughout the week, consistently, especially once my background passed. Once my background passed, I'm calling them consistently until I got the keys. Steve Harvey said it best when he said, "You got to have some dog in you. You got to have some fight in you to be successful." You got to have some dog in you. You cannot quit. You cannot give up. You cannot give in. You got to have some dog in you. And that's what. That's exactly what is going to help you overcome a life reset. Now, I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight's episode. I hope you all have a beautiful and blessed evening. Learn something. Learn to be versatile. Learn that through faith, perseverance, and determination, you can overcome a life reset. Or you can let life consistently reset you. Now, I hope you all learned something tonight because I know I did. But I love you guys. I hope you all have a beautiful and blessed evening. Have a beautiful and blessed weekend. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, like I never left. I love you guys. Take care. Good night and God bless. Let us begin. It's Thursday night and I'm all alone. I came to the conclusion that I can't call you anymore. <laughs> Your number is no longer saved in my phone. Thinking back on it all right now, I realized this breakup was all my fault. I told you to get out of my life and not of my house. Maybe I would have said a better choice of words had I only calmed down. But now you're gone and it's far too late. Now you're in love with another and I just hope that they love you for who you are. The type of love to build you up and not ever tear you down. I want to text you just to see how you're doing these days, but it's 2 a.m. and I know that you're not up late. (laughs) Yeah, I still remember those times when we go out on a date and you come crash at my place for the next few days. You always clash with me about my slang, but you understood that I was set in my ways. If you saw me today, you'd probably say that I'm not the same. (laughs) Or you'd say that I've changed. For the better or best, I just leave it where it's at. I still have your sweater rolled up on my couch. It's been there the past few weeks, and I just wanted to give it back. And with it, the memories of us and all that. So I wish you the very best from the bottom of my heart. I just hope that you're happy. Wherever in the world you are. 7.32 a.m. Sitting on the balcony of the condo as I begin to contemplate. I look down to the street below me and I ponder upon all of God's creation. As I begin to question. Why do we hold ourselves above our sisters and brothers if through Christ we are one family? This is as real as it gets. Seeking answers that will take a lifetime. Things we find. In these intricate minutes. Why do we... Treat each other so differently if we're made all in the very image of God. You see, I glorify the Father in heaven for he is in all of us. And yes, he's surely alive. (laughs) I watched a man pursue money like it's the only way to make it. A fool's errand. For he will one day be consumed by his pride. Unless he acknowledges God and asks the Lord for forgiveness. Yes, the Lord will forgive us if we are sincere aside. But far too many of us are busy chasing the pride of life. And that's the devil's lies. There are far too many of us who need prayer. Each night new tears rain down from our eyes. The things a single mother endures for her own child. And the single father that's kept from his kids always has them deep in his mind. There's thoughts we keep in our minds we should surrender to Jesus Christ. Yet we store them away along with the mistakes we try our best to hide. If you're seeking answers, then open up your Bible and live according to the word of God, and you will never be lost in the sea of life. Although there may be a few storms, those same storms will never toss you aside just as long as you walk day to day with God right by your side. Just remember to love your brother. Abide by the wisdom of your father and your mother and you will surely have life.